Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God, we thank you. God, we praise you. God, we are magnified. In the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, everybody, for pointing. Give us one second. Amen. Give me one moment. One moment. Mm-hmm. All right, probably the same. I'm going to turn it on to you. One second. Thank you. Thank you. That's one
oh God, and turn from your wicked ways, God. He says, then, then we'll hear from heaven. Then you will heal our land, God. And we thank you, oh God, for the move of God tonight, God. In the name of Jesus, oh God, my strong power, my wheel in the middle of the wheel. In the name of Jesus, oh God. We thank you now, God, because uh, your word said, God, uh, that the government shall uh, on his shoulders, God. Uh, and we know, God, uh, that all things uh, work together for the good uh, in the name of mm. Jesus. Uh, hallelujah, God. Higher heights uh, and deeper depths, God, uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, we thank you, God. Uh, oh, God. Uh, hallelujah, God. Uh, God, help us to stand in your glory. Help us, mm-hmm. oh God, help us in even our end to be pleased, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, oh God, help us, help us, God, in the name of Jesus. Help, 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 God, move by your power. Help, 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 God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, you said in your word, uh, if I can just find one God, uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, oh God, hallelujah, 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 somewhere between hallelujah and hallelujah, God, uh, God, you're there, God, uh, you're a God more than enough, uh, you're a shepherd man, uh, you're a ecclesia, uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus, the blood, the blood, God, oh God, that we're blood bought and blood anointed, oh God, for such a time as this, God, in the name of Jesus, 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 God, thank you, thank you, God, God, give us an overdose of the Holy Ghost, in the name of Jesus, Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. In the name of Jesus. We praise you now, God. God, hallelujah. Oh, God. We command you Oh, God. In the realm of the spirit, come against distraction. Oh, God. And and stall, God, things. To interfere with the word of God in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we pull every stronghold down in the name of Jesus. That we can focus, fight, and finish in the Holy Ghost. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. God, save somebody on the line tonight, God. God, encourage somebody tonight, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, thank you now. We praise you now. We adore you now. And we stand. In the glory, God, we stand. In the perfect will of God, we stand, God. God, thank you. And we praise you. Oh, God, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God, God, when the world is upside down, God, you are God. God, when the world is upside down, in the name of Jesus, nations are shaking, 
Hallelujah, God. Stock markets shaking, food stamp lines growing, unemployment, God, in the name of Jesus. You said, God, uh, but you'll take care of your people, God, uh, and we're standing on your glory, God, uh, right now, God, uh, we're standing uh, and we're waiting uh, for the Jesus, uh, we're standing uh, and waiting uh, for the word of God. We're standing, God. Uh, oh, God. Uh, some of us, God, with tears and alive, God. Uh, oh, God. Some of us, uh, don't understand, God, uh, what's happening, God. Uh, but the Bible says, uh, to stand therefore uh, with our Lord's wrap with truth. Uh, uh, in with man, God. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, hallelujah, God. Uh, Hallelujah, God. We know, God, that you're the only one, oh, God, to bring peace and change and holiness in the name of Jesus. You're the only one, God, in the name of Jesus, oh, God, that can give us directions in the Holy Ghost, God. We need a word, God. We need directions in the name of Jesus. We need a move of God in our spirit, man, God. Uh, God fill us. Uh, God shake us. Uh, God move us uh, in the spirit of the realm, God. Uh, in the name of Jesus, uh, that higher heights uh, and deeper depths uh, in your word now, God. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Uh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Uh, hallelujah, God. Uh, Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, we pull down every stronghold. We come against every demonic force. In the atmosphere, God, we come against every spirit. Oh, God, on the earth, under the earth, above the earth, God. Everything not like God. In the name of Jesus, 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 Jesus. Mary's baby, Jesus, Jesus, a God more than enough, Jesus, Jesus, just telling your word, God, oh God, you know God, everything in our mind, before we think it, God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, that we call on you, God, oh God, with a fire, we call on you, God, with a fervency, we call on you, God, oh God, for thou art God, the living God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we spoke with God, in the book of Job, God, oh God, you know the way that we take, God, you know, God, we don't know what tomorrow comes, God, but you know, God, everything that's going around us, in us, through us, oh God, we thank it now, God, we don't understand, but we thank it. Because the word said, lean not, uh, God, to your own understanding, God. Uh, oh, God, in all things uh, that we acknowledge, God, uh, 
who you are, God, for you are King of kings and Lord of lords. You are El Shaddai, the God more than enough. You're the same God, Eoshai, that walked with Daniel, the same God, that walked Rebecca. You're the same God, that walked Oh, God, the same God, that walked with Moses, God, the same God. Oh, God, that walked in the Garden of Eden, God. Oh, God, with Adam and Eve, God, you are the same God in the name of Jesus. And we call on you, God, the same God, Hayabahushai, of Timothy, the same God of Paul, the same God, Hayabahushai. And remind you, God, you said in your word, oh, God, Hayabahushai, put me in remembrance of thy word, God. And your word said, I remember, God, that you are my king, my glory, God. I remind you, God, that you said, oh, God, that you shall provide all of our needs, God. You shall, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah, God. We thank you now, and we speak that our children shall be saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, Oh, God, because you said in your word, God, hallelujah, me and my household shall serve the Lord God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we stand and we wait for the manifestation of your glory, God. In the midst of everything, God, you are king of glory. You are, ah, God, the answer, before there is an answer, God, in the name of Jesus, ah, God, we speak forth, our children, God, are far off to come into the kingdom, we speak afar off, God, that our children will know their God, we speak afar off, God, in the name of Jesus, oh, God, we thank you now, hallelujah, God, no matter what man say, but God's high, oh, God, God has the last answer in the name of Jesus, oh, God, we pray, God, for the thousands of people, God, that have lost their loved ones, God, in the name of Jesus, God, dry their eyes, ah, God, and dry their tears, God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you now, God, hallelujah, that we speak that our bodies and our minds and our spirits are covered under the blood of Jesus, hallelujah, that our DNA is connected in the name of Jesus, oh, God, with a mighty warrior, battle axe, Pence of peace, mighty warrior God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And we praise you now, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Mm, mm, God, thank you. Oh, God, we praise you now, God. Oh, God, we thank you for the word of God tonight. Hallelujah, God. Mm, God, thank you. Hallelujah. Okay, I'd like you to turn, amen, to the book amen. of Matthew. Uh, the book of Matthew. 
New Testament, Matthew 15. Matthew 15. Give you a little time to find it. Make sure everybody got it. Get a Bible. Matthew 15. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 15. And we're going to talk. Start. Amen. And um, this particular chapter um, was about Jesus walking a particular area. He was uh, Jesus walking on the water. And um, let us start from the 22nd verse. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. Thank you. This book of Matthew. Amen. Matthew was one of Jesus' disciples. Amen. Amen. Matthew had a uh, relationship with Christ as all of us are supposed to have a relationship with Christ when we have given our lives to Christ <laughs> and Matthew this book was written um, um, the author of this particular book was Matthew and his other name was Levi um the theme of this book was Jesus Christ is Jehovah King. Um Matthew walk with God again he was a um a friend of God's. He was one of the 12 disciples. Um he walked with him, he talked with him, he had a relationship again as if as all of Christ's believers as when they give their lives to Christ. And this particular book is talking about him walking on the water. And there's a word called paradox. Paradox meaning Complete opposites. Well, here was a paradox where man uh, says what he can do or he cannot do, but in the realm of the Spirit of God, you can do. Um, um, The saints, now we have all come into a time of trying to understand what's going on in our life. So I looked at the word walk, W-A-L-K, meaning a journey, a move, Mm -hmm. 
you're moving from one place to another or in the realm of the spirit from one spiritual place to another. When we walk, we take one step at a time. Mm. Um, Even when you're running, you take one step at a time. And in that process of walking, it is a process, a process meaning from one place to another, uh, one uh, location to another. Water is um, has three parts. It has three stages. In other words, water can become a liquid, liquid, or it can become frozen. It's changed. The gas changes it, so it becomes a different composition. So you have, uh, in the form of water, you can have it a liquid or steam. Um, So there's a process how water can be changed, like our lives. When we give our lives to Christ, we come from a process of a non-believer unto a believer. And in the process of it, again, it can change from one spot or one position to another. From the gas, meaning like when you boil water, it comes into a gas state. You can see the steam off of it. And then you can have it in a solid form when it becomes an ice cube. Or you can just see it in a form of just regular um, drinking water. Water itself is colorless odorless, and has no taste to it, okay? But Jesus himself walked on the water. So we're going to talk about that process of um, Jesus walking on the water and Peter being asked to walk on the water. Okay. Now, how do we, why are we talking about it this this way? Tonight, God put me in, in the spirit to say that we can do the impossible. We can dream the impossible. We can live the impossible. But we trust, we must trust in him. Especially at the time as this. Amen. So we're going to start at... Um, 22, okay, that would be Matthew twenty uh, 15, verse 22. All right, 22 says, And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side, while he sent the multitude away. So can you imagine that Jesus said, disciples, now I want you to go to the other side. I want you to understand that I'm changing positions. You're no longer sitting in that one spot. But I want you to 
go to the other side. See, we can't be held hostage by what's going on in the natural. Yes, things are happening and it seems impossible. It seems like in some state people's state of mind that there's no hope. It seems like their whole world is going uh, falling apart. Uh, one thing about children, children when they're young, they basically need a schedule. They go to bed at certain times, they eat this certain times. Um, the world is on a schedule like that. Even when people go out and shop, some days have special days uh, where you could go out and find sales on particular stores, and sometimes there's not, or sometimes you'll go to um, um, specialty shops and you see things where you only buy them when you're on sale, or because we all have our little particular things that we like, we like to do. Well, at this time, uh, Jesus told his instructions from the Almighty God was, "I need you to go to the other t- other side. I need some quiet time by ourselves, myself." Yeah, there are times that we need as people of God that we have to turn down everything, turn off everything, and have a time with God, just him and you and you and him. We have to set aside that time so that we can get centered in the word of God. We have to be centered in our mind. We have to be have a relationship with Christ. So we have we have to have a time with God to meditate. And Joshua, the number Joshua 1, he says to meditate on these things day and night. Uh, one other scripture, I think it's Proverbs, it says meditate on those things that you can have have good success. Well, Jesus himself I need said I need some quiet time. So now, and it says talks about the multitude. In other words, there was a lot of people around Jesus, and it says that he told the multitude, okay, to go away. Um, twenty-two, and straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship, get in that place where you need to be in God. Get in that place where you, that's comfortable for you to pray. Get in that place where you need to know that you need quiet time. Sometimes there's so much, they're so busy, that you're so, they're full of noise. There's so, so many things to do that when we lay it down, maybe we go to bed instantly because we're exhausted. And when we're so exhausted, Sometimes you can't even read the Word of God. So we have to find that quiet time, that quiet place to spend time to hear from God. And if you can't do it that way, find some nice, soft uh, music or something that puts you in that meditative state. I look up that word, um, meditate, 
Meditate means to think, to mutter, uh, or to say it over and over again, to read. Um, so we have to get go to a place where we can meditate and think uh, about the things of God. Why? Because when we leave this physical earth suit, we will be separated. Our spirit man might go into heaven. Or if you're not saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, it's not gonna, you're not gonna go there. You're gonna go down the other way. No. So this is why it's important to have a relationship. So when there's a separation of the body and the spirit, we want to end up in a place, um, with God. Again, he says, he told them, um, and straightway, disciples, to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side. Wow, my God. Wow. He sent the multitudes away. We are, uh, we're in, um, Matthew 15 and we're starting at verse 22. We're talking about Jesus walking on the water. Okay. And Peter himself will fail with his walk on the water. 23. And when he had sent the multitude away, Jesus sent the multitude away, that he went up into a mountain apart to pray. So again, the importance that we have to find some quality time with God. You have to have time, quality time with God, not just a little, yeah, sometimes we have to have some, uh, like, okay, for example, okay, you pray a little bit, like, thank you, Lord, protect me in my car, and I'm driving. But there's other times that we really need to have to meditate. You really have to pray. You have to have a conversation with God. And we don't all pray the same. We don't always, uh, not always on the floor stretched out. We don't have always, not in the bed. We're not always. So however you find your time and your place to meditate. Because if God said, I need some quiet time by myself. So what more the Father who created the heaven and the earth said, I need some time by myself. He says, and when he had sent the multitude away, he went up into the mountain apart to pray. So in this particular scripture, he went up into a mountain. He went up into an elevated place. Elevation, a moving up of highness. He moved up where he needed a separation so I can, he can hear from his father. Okay, remember, there's the father, the son, and the Holy Ghost. So in this particular scripture, it says he went up. He went up apart to pray. Hallelujah. 
And when the evening was come, he was there alone. Again, that's why we need that time alone with God. Again, we need as believers to have time with God. Alone with God in a retreating area from the world in prayer and meditation. Um, As often as we can, we must spend some time alone. His private praying time, his conquest, because the enemy is out to destroy us. So saints, we must have that special prayer time with God. And when you cannot pray, and there are times when you just, you don't know what to pray, you don't know how to pray, sometimes the hardest thing is just to start praying. Once when you start praying, then it's, it's, it flows. But sometimes when you cannot pray, my pastor told me years ago in, in Miami, Florida, Pastor Forbes, she said, pray your word. He said, open your Bible and start reading and praying your word out loud. And when you begin to pray and pray, even if it's, Father, I thank you, um, 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 he that dwelleth in the secret place, when you begin to speak those words, there is a war. Paul says, there's a war within my members. In other words, within me, the spirit man and the physical man is at war because the last thing um, Satan wants to do is for us to pray to our Father Jesus Christ. And the, and when you reach those times when you cannot pray, when it is so hard to pray, read your Bible, get some of those Psalms, get some of those scriptures, get some of the favorite things you, you like to read, read them out loud. And the more you read them out loud, that barrier, that war between the flesh and the spirit departs. And so then it becomes easier to pray. When you pray the word of God, demons tremble. When you pray, that's the last thing, okay, is sometimes we have to turn off these cell phones. Sometimes we have to turn off the phones, put the phone off, take it off the hook. Say, I've got at least 20 minutes, a half an hour, an hour a day. There's no reason that we as believers or we we confess in Christ do not have a time to pray, even if it's 30 minutes every day. No interruptions, no phone calls, nothing. Spend time with your Heavenly Father. And that's how it, it makes life a little easier. That's why the Word fills us. The Word sustains us. The Word holds us. We are more than a conqueror in the, in the book of Romans 8. We are more than a conqueror when we do what God wants us to do, which is build a relationship. And relationship requires conversation with God. When you pray, it builds that power so you're not 
easily frustrated, aggravated, uh, confused, don't know what to do. That's what happens when you have a uh, consistent prayer life. So it is important. If Jesus uh, went and found a place to pray, and that, and that place is a place of power, and that place is a place of consistency, and that place is a place of fervency, means I'm not going to stop now. I can't give up. I've I got to go on. I'm living for my Father. I am, I am, I am concerned, Father, that I need to be where you are in the realm of the Spirit. And I'm not going to stop now. I'm not going to let the enemy stop me now. Hallelujah. We have to understand that, that the power of prayer, that if Jesus himself had found a place to go up into the mountain. Now, I'm not telling you to go up into a physical mountain, but we have to find a place where you can prevail in prayer. In other words, we must learn to prevail in prayer. We have to push in prayer. We have to push and force our way in the realm of the Spirit. That's why that's that that's that that's why at some point when you first start praying it is hard to pray. Yeah, you might say a little words, but I'm talking about what to to build a relationship in prayer. Because the enemy will fight you and fight you. The phone will ring, the kids start crying, there's an accident outside, you hear hear the ambulance going by because anything, any little, little thing will try to stop you and block you from going into the inner realm where God can talk to you and you can talk to him. Okay. 23 again. Matthew fifteen twenty-three, And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up into the mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. Again, Jesus went in prayer alone. We have to go in prayer alone. There are times we can have prayer where we're with a whole bunch of people together. But there are times that we need to go and talk to God alone. Sometimes we have to cry when we're in prayer. However the Holy Spirit leads you to do it, is that's the way you do it. There are there are um, public prayers, okay? Sometimes they have corporate prayers. In other words, Sometimes people pray together. Sometimes people pray alone. So it's this the which way God leads you to do it, it's the way you do it. Verse twenty four, Matthew fifteen, verse twenty four. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea. Tossed with Tossed with waves, for the wind 
was contrary. So now remember, Jesus is not on the ship, but he's on the dry land. And all of a sudden there was wind moving the ship up and down, up and down. It says tossing. That means he's tossing, that there was a wave. There was a moving around um, for the wind was contrary. So there was was not a a smooth wind, but it was moving around like the wind was blowing really strong. 25. And there, the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking in the sea. My God. Can you imagine that Jesus, in the midst of this storm, tossing, that Jesus, who created the whole universe, just came out to see what was going on. I want you to know that God, that things that Jesus will come to our rescue to help us and what's going on in our lives. For the Jews divided the nights of watches in parts of the day in four hours. And each hour had a watch or a purpose in the morning, in the evening, and in the night. Okay. So I'll teach about that another time. But uh, that was before there were clocks, okay? It was before that was digital phones with time. Uh, um, there was a time when it, the Bible talks about even time. Time is very important. Time God has a strategy in timing. There's divine timing, okay? And there's a time when or sometimes we pray and pray and pray, and God, God just gives us our desires because he said, I'm going to go and just give you what you want, okay? So, but in this timing, the Bible says, in the beginning, okay, that in the beginning uh, uh, signifies time. T-I-M-E. Time is important. Time. God was so strategic when he created the universe. For example, he said time. He said, okay, I'm going to speak one thing on one day. Okay. The earth was into existence, and then he might have said the next day I'm going to, you know, the, the, he'll separate the land from the uh, from the water. So there's important things about time. And it's just about everybody, everybody, all of us have a watch or a watch piece or something like that because timing is important to God. And we shouldn't, uh, God doesn't tell us when to give us, give our lives to him. So, but we have to find realize that we're not going to be in this earth suit. We're not going to be in this mortal body all of our lives. So we have to acknowledge that there is Christ the King, that we didn't get on our own, that we're not a figment of our imagination, that man created us 
So we have to acknowledge who he is. And give he gives us an opportunity to give our life to Christ. And once we give our life to Christ, it's not going to be easy, but nothing's easy. But he said that he would never leave us. Once we give our life to Christ, he says, I will never leave you or forsake you even until the ends of the earth. So it's important to give our life to Christ. It's important that we have building a relationship. It's important that we set time aside to recognize and spend time with God. It's like when you go to high school or college, you have courses. So this Bible has is our life course. This Bible is our textbook. This Bible is our Bible or textbook or for our life. Whatever you need in this Bible or this this textbook will tell you everything you need to live, breathe, take care of your family. Whatever you need is written in this book. Okay. This is our B I B I B L E. Okay. Okay. This is our basic instructions before leaving earth. Okay. Bible. Write that down. Basic instructions before leaving earth. You figure that out? That all those little letters represent something. Your basic instructions before leaving earth. This is what this Bible does. This is what the Bible teaches us, that we have to do whatever the word says. We have to live uh, what he says, okay? And when we sin and when we fall short, repent and just move on. We can't let the enemy hold us hostage because sometimes that's what we do. The enemy, we make mistakes, okay? And um, we hold ourselves hostage. But we have to forgive, uh, repent, and move on, okay? Because you can't worry about the past um, when, when you are born-again believers or you say, I'm a Christian. Christian means Christ-like, okay? Some people say, I'm a Christian, but they're not Christ-like. In other words, they say they're Christian but then they're not uh, acting like they're Christ-like, okay? And there's a difference. Um, everybody, anybody can go to a church. Anybody can go to a Christian a meeting where they're teaching the Bible. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're Christ-like. Christ-like means what I see in the book, I reflect it. When I look in the mirror, I see not myself, but I see the image of him because he made me in his image. Not so much looking exactly like me because if, suppose the whole world looked alike, um, then we wouldn't recognize who, who we, each other was. You wouldn't know who your mama was, you know, because we would look exactly like. So 
Yes, we take the characteristics a lot of times after our fathers, our mothers, our grandfathers, um, um, and stuff like that. So the characteristics of Christ, not just the physical characteristics, but we must walk like him, talk like him, act like him. And when we do fall short, then we repent, and then we don't do the same thing again. It's like, for example, I remember years ago telling um, one of my friends, she had, oh, God, about ten children were in there. And, um, I, you know, we're good friends. And um, I said, well, what happened? I said, how do you end up with all these children? But she was always getting pregnant. And she would have lots of children. I think she may be married about three times, four times. And she said, I just kept making mistakes. But now, when you having these many children and making these many mistakes, and yes, God, he forgives us seven times, seven times, seven, seven. But when you're constantly going to a state of um, um, sex or mar- out of sex out of marriage with your own husband, repeat that. I've heard people say, well, it's somebody else's husband or another man. But you cannot make the same mistake and you cannot get pregnant 10, 12, 13 times and say it's a, a mistake. That's what you call a willful sin. Okay. Now, the, 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 the other part of it, yes, he says seven times seven. How many times? 70 times 70 times 70. I understand it. But again, um, it comes with a commitment to Christ when you commit your life, commit yourself to Christ. Okay. Again, um, 25, verse 25, I'll go over that again. And on the fourth watch that night that Jesus went into and walked to that Jesus walked to them, walking on the sea. So Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. He walked to them. Means there had to be at least more one more person. He says, I went to them, walking on the sea. Now, and I talked about water. Water has three states. It has the steam, it has the regular uh, liquid, and it has the frozen section of it. Now, water is tasteless, odorless, okay? But it is not, and from our eyes, we cannot see the picture of a human being walking on water because water is not stable enough to walk on. It's like things in our life. Sometimes we are unstable and different things are aspects of our life. But Jesus himself, he is the king of instability. And then in him, we can become stable. Okay, I repeat that again. Jesus himself is stability. 
He can do the impossible. He created the universe before every planet, every star, every galaxy. And there are millions of galaxies out here. It's not just our Earth, okay? If you don't believe me, check out some books on astrology and stuff like that. Um, We're in the book of Matthew 15, and we're starting at verse 22, um, and we're talking about Jesus walking on the water. Well, Jesus, when you think about that water is unstable, it is not normal. It doesn't seem natural that a man could walk on the water. But Jesus, seeing afar off, because seeing that his disciples was in trouble, the impossible that is natural, that is normal for us in our DNA, Jesus took on the DNA of Jesus Christ, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, and he walked in that state of impossibility for there is nothing impossible in the things of God he said to us in the book of Luke um, he says for with God nothing shall be impossible so we don't worry about what's going around us in our natural state of beings of shutdowns of government problems and all these things because in God there is nothing impossible that he cannot do for us. I repeat it. This Bible is the basic instructions before leaving earth. The Bible, B-I-B-L-E, the basic instructions before leaving earth. And in this Bible, the basic instructions, God is teaching us that we can do the impossible. We can live the impossible. That whatever is in this Bible, God has allowed it to be written under the unction of the Holy Ghost that we will know that whatever God is doing, he's doing it for us. But we must build a relationship with Christ. Our DNA must be God. Our prayer life must be God. Our thoughts must be God. We must be able to set a a time for us to talk with God, plead with God, intercede with God. Because the only way that we can survive on this earth at this time, if you read into the book of Revelations, uh, which is the last book of the Bible, a lot of these things that are happening now today in our society, um, in this covert 19 thing, and a lot of the things, this is the beginning of woes, according to the Bible. And if Jesus himself came to Peter and a couple of the disciples walking on the water, 
What more would you think Christ would not do for us today? Wherever we sit, wherever we lie, wherever we think, you know, Christ is with us and within us. The Bible says he is the hope of glory. Okay. And we serve a mighty God. There's nothing impossible for God. And Jesus came and walked on the water to 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 rescue the disciples. Can you imagine Jesus just walking towards you? Can you see? We've got to take that imagination. You know that imagination we we had when we were little. We were little kids, and some of us wanted to put makeup on. Some of us we wanted to get on a rocking chair. Some of us wanted to go outside and swing, and we would our, uh, take our toes and point them up in the skies and the and in the, the swings, and because we had to have that the imagination. And can you imagine that they're beginning to sink and? Wonder what's going on here. I'm here in the middle of the boat and Jesus is over there on the shore and he had come down from the mountain and, and I'm in trouble now and then I look up and I see this thing. No, this can't be God. I, it must be a ghost. It, it can't be, it can't be my father. I'm like, oh no, 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 no. Let me find my glasses. What, what's going on? This is what we're going through today. A stock market crazy our children are going crazy everything that seems good is turning bad we don't the churches are closing down uh, uh we're having churches on the phone now everything that that was normal is not normal but jesus is with us and he said again he said he will never leave us all of us all of us where we sit where we lay where we're thinking he said i will never leave you or forsake you. That means no matter what you do, I'm here for you. Can you imagine? Now, recently, there's over, what, maybe 100,000 people have died recently. But he was with them, those who love God, those that were committed to Christ. There was death. There's, there's a death angel in this earth now, on this planet. And you are so blessed just to sit sit here and listen. You are still alive. You are alive. You need to pinch yourself and think how blessed you are. You are still alive. Primarily because we are, as believers, covered under the blood of Jesus. The DNA of Jesus. We are born-again believers. We are trusting in him. We're not trusting in man. We're not trusting in things. Because he said, again, he will provide for all of our needs. He doesn't say we're going to have steak and potato, chicken every day. We might have to have peanut butter and jelly. We might just have to have some toast and peanut butter. But God says he'll never leave us or forsake us. He knows us. He said, I know your very numbers on your hair. And let's say you have 500 hairs on your hair. And he'll say, okay, this is number 22 of your whole head of 500 hairs on your head. 
That means he knows you intimately. He knows your thoughts before you think them. He knows whether we're thinking good or evil. He knows everything about us. Isn't it good to have a God that knows you intimately? He knows our sins. He knows our shortfalls, and he still loves us. He knows our fears, and he loves us. He loves us no matter what we look like, no matter what we by wear, red wig, blue wig, green wig. He loves us no matter how we act, what we say. He loves us. He loves us no matter what. And I think, who wouldn't love a God like this? Either in your crazy days and your mad, mad attitudes. And, and he loves us. And at a time like this when churches are shutting down, uh, stores are closing up, certain times of the day, gas stations close, you've got to take gloves, a mask, all these things. Who wouldn't think years ago that the United States, not just the United States, but the whole world now has experienced these kinds of things? There is a God. If you do not know it, if you didn't know it now, you've got to know or suspect that this thing is here and it's letting us know who you are. And not who you are but whose you are. So again, we must have time to have a relationship and be committed and know who God is. Again, verse 25, And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, them more than one, walking on the sea. Verse 26, and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, Hallelujah, troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out for fear. So they did not recognize this was the Christ. They didn't recognize was our Savior. He didn't recognize. And because they didn't recognize, which means maybe they didn't really believe that Jesus was King of Kings and Lord of Lords. They walked with them. They talked with them. They ate fish with them. They did all these things. But at this time, in the middle of fear, they did not recognize who was walking on the water. Because they didn't know, they didn't realize that Jesus could change his forms. He changed the molecules. How else could he not walk on the water? But the the disciples said that he was just a spirit. 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 Not the body form, but a spirit. They didn't say this was the spirit of Christ. He said they thought that he was a spirit. And they began to cry for fear. Fear. Maybe they were screaming. Maybe they were just in so fear they didn't know what to do. 
what they could do. They was only in the boat, and they know if they jumped off the boat, then they're probably going to die. So they figured, well, you know what? I'm all, I mean, because just think about it. A bunch of people seeing they're, they're, just, they're in a trouble, and, and they see this this man walking, but they, well, it couldn't be a man, so it had to be a spirit. And then they begin to say, well, what's going on? I'm afraid. Right now, most of the world is afraid. They were, most of the world at this point tonight, they are afraid of what's going on in the world. But then it goes on, it says, and they cried out for fear. 27. But straightway, Jesus spake unto them. So Jesus got close enough to say to him, to talk to them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. Jesus is saying to us tonight, Be of good cheer. Remember that commercial used to say, Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Well, that's what Jesus is walking on the water to them and saying, be of good cheer. It is I. Jesus said, it's me. It's, it's, it's me. It's me, my friends. Be of good cheer. Don't be afraid. You say, how do you tell me don't be afraid? Uh, um, my job shut down. Don't be afraid. How, how I'm going to feed my children. Don't be afraid. My car fell apart. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. The world's going crazy. I don't understand the government. What are we going to do? The doubles of people are fighting over ventilators in the government. People are fighting about power. Uh, don't worry, God says. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't cry. Don't worry. Don't give up. Don't, uh, God's in control. He's control. He is the controller of the universe. He is controller of everything. He says, don't worry, be happy. Be of good cheer. You say, how can I be of good cheer? And I don't even know if I have a job tomorrow. I don't even know if I have a roof, a roof over my head. I don't know if I can take care of my children. Don't, don't, I don't know, I don't know how, I don't know how to stop worrying. But no, Jesus said, be not afraid. Don't have no fear. Be not afraid. Verse 28 says, And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is thou. So now, so now Peter is questioning, well, you know, it might be a spirit, but I don't know what it is, but just in case, God, if it's you, it's a Lord. If thou be you, if it is thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. So now why would Peter say, um, Lord, if it's you, if it's you? No, now, 
I'm walking with you. I'm talking with you. I'm 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 being with you. We I mean I'm 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 depositing word into you. Uh, um, we're walking together. I because my I'm going to my father one day. So Peter and and guys, I'm I'm here to make an example. I'm here to teach you. Uh, uh, to, then, because I'm gonna uh, tell you to go out into the world and 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 make other disciples, and then you have the nerve, Peter, to say, "If it's you, Peter, you really don't know me. You're gonna be in charge of the church. You you're gonna help establish the church, but you telling me, Peter, you don't recognize me because you said, uh, if it's you." I thought you knew me, Peter. You just told me, don't be afraid. You say, but if it's you, Lord, bid me to come. If it's you, Lord, tell me to come. Bid me to come to thee on the water. So, because... Peter probably had been a little nervous, a little afraid, and maybe he didn't recognize his Christ. But he said, you know what? Okay, well, if it's you, God, I know if you're the Almighty, you can do anything, and I trust you. And that's what God wants us to do, to trust us in the midst of our storms, to trust us in the midst of we don't know what to do when you don't know what to do. Trust and just wait for God to tell you what to do come unto thee on the water verse 29 says and he said come so now Christ Jesus himself is speaking to Peter and he said specifically Peter he never says another name but he says Peter come unto me and then Peter was come down out of the ship. There's his faith. He says, so now, this is God. So now, he says, come out of the ship. Come out a place of safety. Come out a place of indecision. Come out of a place of security. Come out of a place that I've got to trust you, that I trust you when I can't trace you. Come out of a place, and God, I'm going to trust you with my very life. I trust you with my children's life. I trust you with everything within my being. Because I'm coming out of a place of safety and leaning on you. Come out of the ship. And he said, here. Peter, Peter actually walked on the water, and he got until he took his eyes off of Jesus in the storm. So we have to keep our eyes on Jesus in the storm. We can't look down. We can't look away. We can't lose, we can't have a place of indecision or denial or delay. Uh, we have to, because when Peter lost his thought, lost his mindset, when he took his eyes off the prize, Peter began to sink. When he took his 
eyes off of Christ, he began to sink. He began to sink. Verse 20, uh, uh, verse 30. But when he saw the wind bolstering, he was afraid and began to sink. And he cried, saying, Lord, save me. Now, us that are believers, there's a time, I hear Peter was walking with Christ. But Peter called out again and said, God, save me. Saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, preaching the gospel, traveling the world. Peter himself, that was walking with Christ, said, save me. And I constantly, those are one of the things that God told me to do. Say, save me, Lord. God saved Glenda all over again. God washed Glenda all over again. God filled Glenda again, again, and again, and again. Empower me, strengthen me, hold me, wash me. God saved me all over again. And I, I, I'm saying to you in the spirit of the, the realm of the spirit, you start talking to yourself and telling God, save me all over again. Wash me all over again. Uh, uh, he said at one point, he said, God, I'm a man of unclean lips. God, save me all over again. That's exactly what Peter said. He said, Lord, save me. 30th verse. But when he saw the wind bolstering, the wind was moving, said he was afraid the disciple that was walking with Christ was afraid and began to sink. He was no longer walking on the water. He was sinking because he didn't trust what God was saying and doing and told him to do. And the disciple Peter said, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. Now, earlier he was saying, Lord, if that's you, bid me to come. But then now he's saying, Lord, save me. So now he said, he's recognizing Christ now. First he said, I didn't know who that was. There was a spirit. He said, now he says, but Lord, save me. Verse 31 says, and immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him. And said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? So we cannot walk in doubt. He is a disciple that walked with Christ. This is the same um, um, Peter that was there with him with the multitude, thousands of people. This is the same um um, person that was had a relationship and knew Christ and sat down at the feet of Jesus. This is the same one now didn't know whether um, this person, this thing, this entity um, was the Christ. And then he said, well, Lord, um, if, if you're bad now, you bid me uh, to walk on the water. And then Jesus told him, said, look at here, 
go ahead. And then when he, he began to walk, he and he walked a couple of steps. It didn't tell you how long, but he walked, and all of a sudden he began to sink, and he began to sink because he took his eyes off Christ. And we have to keep our eyes on Christ, no doubt, no fear, but holding on to the promises of God. God said he's going to provide, he's going to provide. He's going to do what he said he's going to do because he is God himself. Again, 31. Immediately, quicker than quick, quicker than quick, an instant, immediately, instantly, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou little faith. Whereby didst thou doubt? My God. 32. And when they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Listen to that again. And when they, the disciples and all, come into the ship, the wind ceased. So God sometimes will allow us to get in situations that we need a miracle. And here we have a miracle. Because in the natural, Peter should have died. He shouldn't have he wouldn't have been the man that was established on the church, established the church. And all the other miracles all the disciples, that he dispatched him out on the earth and he told him to go out and make other disciples. But because God was with them, we have to have the faith to believe. Even when we're preachers and teachers and everybody else, we have to come again to God to say, save us, save me, O Lord. And I ask you all to take Listen, save me, Lord. It's not my mama. It's not my daddy, my cousin, my sister, my children. It's not baby them. It is me. Save me all over again. Because I need you now. More than every necessary need, I need you now. So we're going to have those days that we feel like we're Things have gotten so bad, we don't know what's going to happen. But we have to trust God that whatever God says he's going to do, he's going to do. Save and deliver and hold on to the promises. And never forget that God says that he will save us and our household. It seems like it may not ever happen. But when you have a relationship with Christ and you're standing on your word and you're praying, you're believing God and you're living as best you know how. And when you make mistakes, you repent and, and seek, talk and have a personal relationship and live the life before your children that they'll see the God in you. We're going to close out by saying, we're going to pray. Father, we thank you for the word tonight. We thank you 
that even in the midst of our storms, God, we thank you. God, we, we stand on your word that says, be of good cheer. And you say, God, how can I have be of good cheer? And it looks like everything's falling apart and with this COVID-19 virus and, and all these things, but we must trust God. We have to trust in the Lord. We must be that light upon the city. We must be who God says we are in him. We must hold on to the promises of God. We thank you now for the living word. We thank you, God, for the depositing of this word in my spirit, that even if it's just one person, they heard the word from the Lord tonight. We thank you, God, that we not be in a place of distraction to take our eyes off of what's going on in the spirit of Jesus Christ. We thank you now that we're not going to be distracted by things or people. We thank you, God, that our eye is on the prize of Jesus Christ. We thank you now that, God, that, 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 that those that are claiming God, that are now believing and confessing salvation in the Holy Ghost. Because remember, God says that he knows our thoughts are far off. He knows what we're thinking before he sent them. So whatever you're thinking, that you believe God, a relationship, a change, a new, a newness in Christ, so that no matter what happens, we will walk in the realm of the Spirit. We command that the Holy Ghost will reach each and every one of us. We command and decree that God is King of kings and Lord of lords. We command what rule and reign. We reach... We command the decree that Jesus is Lord and King of glory in the middle of our storms. We decree and declare that Jesus Christ is Lord of Lord and King of kings in our storms, in our confusion, in our doubts. When people walking around in masks and gloves because they're afraid. But we are covered under the blood of Jesus. Amen. We are covered Amen. under the blood of Jesus. We are covered under the blood of Jesus. We are covered under the blood of Jesus. He is invisible force, but he is the almighty God. And we serve him with all our might. So we command every force, not like God, around us, through us, near us, in the name of Jesus, that no weapon formed against us, our household, our extended family, our bloodline, on our mother's side, our father's side. We command in the name of Jesus, command we don't pity Pat. We command the Holy Ghost to rule and reign in everything that we do right now in the matchless name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I feel it right now. In the name of Jesus, I command every force. We pull it down. We 
we destroy it in the name of Jesus. I send you back to the pit of hell in the name of Jesus. I command spirits to drop off, drop dead in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. You might form, but you shall not prosper in the name of Jesus. No germ, no nothing in the name of Jesus. Now, the people of God are covered by the blood of Jesus in the blood, the bloodline of Jesus, the bloodline of Joshua, the bloodline of Daniel, the bloodline of Solomon, the bloodline of Jesus Christ himself. And you told us to remind you of who we are. We are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. We are a city that sit upon a hill in the name of Jesus. And we praise you. And we adore you right now in the name of Jesus. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. We dispatch the blood of Jesus right where you sit. We dispatch the blood of Jesus right where you lay. We we dispatch the blood of Jesus in the spirit. Because the spirit has no time, no season, no place. The blood of Jesus. We thank you in advance. Hallelujah, God. When thousands, a hundred thousands of people on this earth are dying now. God, you know us. You know our inner man, God, in the name of Jesus, that my DNA, my bloodline is Jesus, and the blood of Jesus dare not cross the bloodline of Jesus. Now, I command it to the four corners of the earth. Now, amen and amen. Now, if anybody wants anything, you say it. And if not, we'll go on. Hallelujah. Anybody wants to say anything? Hello? Okay. I guess uh, silence is is uh, consent. <laughs> Amen. Anybody? Amen. Go ahead. Is open. Thank you. Go ahead. Open. Somebody talk? The floor is open. Okay. Okay. We're not going to beg. But we thank God for the word tonight. Awesome. And uh, y'all trust God. Peter started thinking because he didn't trust God. He lost his eyesight. He lost his vision. He started looking down in the sea instead of looking at keeping his eye on Jesus. And when we keep our eyes on Jesus, we cannot fail. But when we Mm. take our eyes off Christ, not the car, not the house, not the man, not the woman, but when you keep your eyes on Jesus, Mm. that's the key. Keep your eyes on Jesus. He knows what we need, and he knows what we don't need. Keep your eyes on Jesus. 
our Bible, our basic instructions before leaving the earth, Bible, basic instructions before leaving earth, okay? we got to stay in our B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Keep your eyes not on the economy, not on anybody else, not on the bus stop, not on the McDonald's. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Just again, like Peter. Peter began to sink when God told Peter to step out, walk on the water. I'm walking on the water. You can do what I can do. Walk on the water. And he stepped out and began to walk. But when Peter took his eyes off Jesus, Peter began to sink. And this situation, in this day, in this sign, in this season, on this earth, on this space in time, we must keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. Because he said, he shall Provide all of our needs. And he knows you. He has millions of people on the earth. But guess what? He knows you. He knows your name. He knows your mama. He knew mama. Your mama. He knew your daddy. He knew your granddaddy. He knew your great granddaddy. He knew everybody. Our, that's our bloodline. That's our DNA. Because that's why the Bible in the Old Testament would say, I am the son of so-and-so. I am the so-and-so. I am, because he's reminding of your DNA. Mm-hmm. So when we go through situations, when we go through trials, we have to remind ourselves sometimes who we walk in the bloodline of Jesus Christ when we give our lives to Christ. And in these times, again, we must keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. And that's the only way we can survive. All we got to do is trust in the Lord, not on the Lord, but in the inward parts. That's why he said, um, one of the songs, he said, if I take the wings of the morning and I go up to heaven, then thou art there. But if you end, you go down to the belly of hell, thou am there also. So we must keep our eyes, no matter what's going on, no matter what they're saying, no matter what's on TV, no matter what, and it's nice to know what's going on in the natural, but in the spirit, the realm of the spirit, we have to realize who we are because there's a warring in our members. Just simple things for myself. I might say, God, look like I'll, I really need some, I'll go ahead and get me some ice cream. I'll go to the drive-thru. 
I'll get me some cookies and cream, ice cream. And then once I get the ice cream in my hand, that cup in my can, and I'm saying to myself, I really don't need that ice cream. My body doesn't need it. But the other parts that says, no, girl, you don't pay for it now. So we're constantly going to warring in our members. But we must keep our eyes on Jesus Christ or we will sink. All right. Now I'm turning it over to um, um, Apostle. Amen. Amen. We give God the glory on tonight. Amen. We thank everybody tonight for tuning into ELR Prophetic Shift. Amen. On on tonight. Amen. A prayer mantle. Amen. A mantle prayer. Amen. With a session that's held every Thursday night. Amen. At 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amen. And we also have Tuesday night in God's Word. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Prophet Dr. Coleman. And on Sunday night, amen, with the Sunday night explosion, amen, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, amen. And we just pray that y'all be able to tune in. Wednesday night, we have Apostolic Alignment, amen, by Chief Apostle, amen, on on Wednesdays, amen. So we just give God glory for what he is doing. We thank everybody for being a support and, and coming in. Just come in just to dive in. Dive in tonight, amen, on the feast on the manna tonight, amen, which is the word of God, amen. And we pray that every word that was released in the atmosphere and the stratosphere, amen. We are currently right now um, on nine platforms right now um, under our podcast. Our podcast, we are on uh, for um, all of the episodes that you you can tune into, amen, is anchor.fm forward slash ELR prophetic shift, amen. You can listen to our powerful ELR podcast team, amen, um, throughout the week, amen, even just to get a word of empowerment, amen, just tune in, amen, tune in. We also, like I said, other other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Breaker Audio, Radio Public, and many more um, for that information or any additional information in reference to um, connecting with us, amen, is one six three six four two two zero three four four. One six three six four two two zero three four four. And thank you for tuning in tonight, and God bless you. Okay, God bless you. Amen. Have a blessed God. night, everybody. Love you much. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. God bless you. Good night.